Well, we are back here on the Tom Bernard Show. I'm Cassie Schrader, and in studio we have Ian Bag, who will be at Acme Comedy Club. Uh, comedy club this weekend so ian if you want to introduce yourself hello my name's ian i'm scorpio i like long walks on the beach and a rest <laughs> on that long walk i also like to swim while we're on that beach and i also like to ride dolphins around the bay <laughs> jb <laughs> i'm brandon and i'm a virgo oh. <laughs> me too <laughs> melissa kirk andy brad bernard and us obviously it's cassie schrader so we'll be right back on this the tom bernard therapy. show Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, I'm having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. I have this on my playlist. I love Parliament. This was, I think, part of the motor. It was either motor boogie affair or uh, uh, aqua boogie. Aqua boogie. Uh, aqua boogie was interesting because they played the whole concert behind a glass wall of water. 
Yes. So it gave the effect like they were playing underwater. Mm -hmm. um, they had another one, a starship. They were lowered down in a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. And then they came out and they played. And then they left the stage via the star, the starship and yeah. whatnot. Well, in Parliament, we were just talking over the break about hockey and figure skating and the mm -hmm. contention that is between the two sports. But it, Parliament was one of my fun, like, that was like my warm-up music. Was it? Yes, I would have my Walkman and my headphones, and I would just go out on the ice and warm up to Parliament. It was so fun. I'm going to ask Ian. Ian, you played yes. hockey, right? Yes. Okay. I coached hockey 15 years youth, uh, three years high school here in uh, Minneapolis. And... Um, the worst was to be the team that practiced right after. Oh, I was just thinking. I was actually just thinking about <laughs> Susie Topics over there. Right. I know, but see, we had problems with hockey players because you'd get so many ruts in the ice from ruts. you know, the ruts, yeah. ruts in the <laughs> ice that we. I remember one time I was trying. I was about to get off the rink, and mm -hmm. you know, you have the boards that you mm -hmm. step over to right. get off. I went to go stop, and I hit a hockey rut. I. F Went into the board, fell into the doorway, and mm -hmm. I, my tailbone landed right on the edge Ooh. of that. Oh, oh my! Man. I saw like stars and like Tweety Birds, and my <laughs> I, my vision yeah. went black. And for you guys a don't have That's pretty impressive. You don't have the tailbone pad like hockey players do. <laughs> no, we land. Uh, the only padding we got is what our butt God has. Gave you. <laughs> that's <laughs> why. God that's gave why me. they make you. Uh, that's why they make you do those. That those. They try to give you a figure skater butt. Yes. Yeah, so you can land on it. And the thighs. Yeah, and the thighs, yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. beefy thighs and the yep. figure skater butt. I but grew yeah. up with a bunch of figure skaters. I know exactly. But oh, he, really? Yeah, yeah as soon as figure skaters said, I think, Shannon Butler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had, um, I mean, I skated with um, so many people that have come into town, uh, like Michelle Kwan, we've skated with and all that. But it, it was so fun. But I remember, yeah, the hockey players and they would all like when it was our practice was almost over and it, the hockey team was about to come on to practice. They mm -hmm. would all stand along the boards and like make faces at us and try and get us all rolled up. But, you know, that's boys versus I, girls. I, right. that's, that's what I think it was. That's, that's what that is. That's yeah. not your figure skater. When, when you go as a coach and you skate around the ice because you start experiencing uh, looking at the ice, mm -hmm. and then you see this puddle of water about you know the size of a puck, and it's like, <clears throat> yeah, they chip, you know, they knock that out. It's gonna take. So then you have to come up and make a, a lot of snow to yep, throw in there it down. to build your ice. Because yeah. <laughs> you didn't want one of your kids hitting that because that hole was it had water in it, but underneath that water was the cement from the. You know, from the base. Yeah. Yep. Therefore, figure skaters should be banned from America. <laughs> <laughs> if anything's being brought up at the G8 today. Or have their own. Or G20 or whatever practice. there. Right. Well, I was just yeah. going to say, or have I would, separate rinks. I think, I think it is more that now. I think there are separate rinks more. Like, since, since when I was a kid, we shared the ice more. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times there's a double rink wherever you go. Well, see, I went, I was part of the Bloomington Figure Skating Club. and they had The Bloomies. <laughs> yes, they had two rinks in there, but then they built an Olympic size. Mm -hmm. So they have three rinks there. Mm -hmm. So once they build that third rink, that that kind of dissipated the having to share the ice time yeah. and all that stuff. So that helped out a lot. What but, time? What time were you doing? Like when I was a kid, growing up playing hockey, it was 
really early. We went before school, 5 yes. a.m. Yep. I w- there was times because uh, I was part of the Bloomington Butterflies. The Buddies. Yes, and we had to be on the ice at like 5.30 in the morning. Then we'd go to school, and then we'd come home from school, and then we'd go do our regular practice. So there was times. How far would... did you get in your uh, figure skating career? Um, I got up. Uh, I ranked fifth in the upper Midwest in my oh. uh, level of um, intermediate level, which the next would have been novice, junior, then senior. Mm-hmm. Um, I blew up my knee, mm-hmm. so that's why I, I I couldn't skate anymore. It was just it was my landing leg, so mm-hmm. every time I landed, it felt like my knee was just going to pop right back out because I dislocated it. Mm-hmm. Fun but, times. So I, I skated from the age of three <laughs> to the age of sixteen. Oh, that's cool. But I was a competitive figure skater and and traveled and did competitions and all mm-hmm. that. So it was re- it was great. It was so much fun. And one of my favorite things to do was go up to Duluth for a competition because the same weekend it was the hockey players' big um, tournament. big tournaments. Yes, and they have a huge facility up mm-hmm. in Duluth. Mm-hmm. So and of course it was in January. And the first year we went up there, we stayed at the hotel because they have a hotel that's actually attached. There's like a mile long skyway you can walk Mm -hmm. so you don't even have to go outside but the first year we stayed at a different hotel where you had to drive oh my god i don't think i've ever felt cold like that in my life (laughs) it was so cold and you would walk as soon as you'd walk outside it was like your lungs froze yeah yeah feel your nose hair And (laughs) and that's where my son chose to go to college for four years duluth he he, (laughs) He chose it he chose it his junior year because they had the program he wanted I was going to say, like, oh, I hope that girl's still going to school. <laughs> <laughs> no. He he and his buddy chose to go there, and his buddy lasted a semester. And when that, I had heard that Jake wasn't going back. I was like, and I kept waiting for my son to tell me he wasn't going back. I was like, yeah, this city kid's going to tell me he's not going. Eventually, like a week before it was time to go back, I said, so you plan on going back? He goes, yeah. I was like, <laughs> because every... Everything's connected underneath, yeah. underground, all yeah. the, the buildings and whatnot. So he said he'd really never, except for when he had to like exit one to go back to his wherever he was living. He seemed like outside of his freshman year, he always shared a house with a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. That's when they had to go outside. Yeah, it's like a big habit, like a hamster cage up right. there. Well, downtown Minneapolis is the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a big habit trail. You just keep Winnipeg's going. like that. So Saskatoon, all those those cities. You don't want to go there. Never say yeah. Saskatoon to me. Never say it. What yeah. happened there? We almost lost the Blues to Saskatoon. No, there's no way. Yes. There's no yes. way. They may have threatened you, but there's no way that <laughs> that fifty thousand people population would have been yes. able to do. They were going to be the Saskatoon Blues. Mm. But yeah. Uh, that would the players that would end up there would have the blues. <laughs> like it's it's it, it's a suburb of Minneapolis is what it is, and they call it a they call it a city up there, but it isn't. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> well, what what is it like up there in in Canada? Well, in what was it, Saskatoon? Saskatoon, yeah. Yeah, is it just like a depressing little town? Well, it's uh, it's in the prairies, and it's like all oh, it's there because it was the big city. But it's I'd say it's probably about a hundred thousand people. It's oh, really? not very. It's not very, and it's uh, it's cold. Yeah, it's Ugh. cold, and uh, there's not much going on. And I think if it, I think Saskatchewan has the most like uh, millionaires because they had this thing called potash. Mm-hmm. Which was needed in some sort of uh, yeah, and it was all found there. So all these farmers suddenly became millionaires because they had the potash. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Lucky. Yeah. 
They hit but the lottery. What the heck would that be used for? Um, is it in metals or something? Fertilizer, I is think. Is it fertilizer? Is that what it is? Uh, let's see. I can find out. <laughs> He's got the internet. He will tell yes. us everything. Yeah, fertilizer. It's fertilizer. So you're rich off of fertilizer. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. also other stuff, but back then especially, you know. Mm-hmm. Fertilizer is good. Is that why, like, lately the whole Minneapolis-St. Paul area has smelled like a zoo? Nope, that's just your neighborhood. Oh, okay. I don't get that. I get that every winter. so often. It just oh, happens Yeah, in every so often it smells oh. like a barn, and I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Would it be more natural, natural gas or some sort of, would that be like, so there's some sort of like refinery? Outside. It smells Yeah, it smells think, like a barn. Yeah, I think just like all of, we have a lot of farms around here. Mm. They're just not visible because they're a little bit further away mm-hmm. than you think they're they're closer than you think I well say. and it probably has something to do with cloud cover and yeah and i think in the winter when it gets cold that smell uh, lingers between the clouds Green, greenhouse gas. Anywhere. Right. so yeah i think that's what it is it well, happens every winter yeah, when every they winter. want to fertilize a large chunk of land they literally they mix manure with water and they spray it from hoses into the air yeah Ugh. just all over the place so it covers as much as it can so i wash my car yeah, that's probably literally how they wash the cars here because it gets over to the gets, oh God. gets through the air yeah. and settles in minneapolis so what was the highest level of hockey that you played uh, i played a little bit of junior junior so, yeah which, which junior was fun. b junior b yep i played a little bit of junior b i went to some junior a Tier one camps and came back. I, I had to. I was about sixteen and I had to fight a grown man. And I just, just remember being punched in the face for many, many minutes and never being able to fight a guy with a beard. Like you make me nervous. Uh, <laughs> um, what position did you play? Uh, defense. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I would uh, on a power play. I would. Be, Put up front, center, get in front of the, front of the net, in front of the net, and uh, block the goalies. Yeah, uh, Tim Kerr. They'd use me like Tim Kerr from the Philadelphia Flyers. I don't know yeah. if you remember him. Yes, I do. I said, yeah, just uh, kind of. It slowed down after him, but that was the guy that they no, made it, me watch tape on. They, there's still a lot of guys who make their living standing in front of goalies. And it's funny though, the body shape. I did the Saint, not the St. Louis. I did the San Jose Sharks team party this year. I did the comedy. For oh, okay. Them. And I just, when I walked in, I just noticed the body shape is completely different. Guys are built like swimmers now. Yes. They're very lanky. They're still, they're still muscly and hard guys, but they're very tall, very lanky. And the weight is different. It's, it's, it was, I was like, oh, that's interesting. They've got all their, uh, they've got all their minor league players. But that was all, yeah. I'm trying to recall, there's a former St. Louis Blue who is now with the Boston Bruins. And I can't think of his name, but. He just lost 10 to 15 pounds where he played at 220 right. and stood in front of the net. Yeah, yeah. And he, they said he's claiming that it's such a, a big adjustment for him right I now. Bet, I bet, yeah. Skating 10 to 15 pounds lighter. I'm sure he's loving it. I'm sure he's just so fast. He's just like, hey, hey, I'm out of control by the net. But, uh, <laughs> what, is, what is your favorite hockey movie? My favorite hockey movie? Well. I'm going to see if it's the same as mine. Because I do like hockey movies. I, well, I've got two. I've got one that's very close to my heart. Okay. And I've got one that is my absolute favorite. Okay. Slapshot is my favorite. Right. That's and mine. then mm-hmm. and then <laughs> And then the one that's dear to my heart is it's called MVP2. It's about a chimpanzee that plays hockey. 
And, really? <laughs> I never uh, in that, that movie, there's a guy. There's a guy that is called Olaf Schickendance, <laughs> and the actor that plays Olaf Schickendance is a young Ian Bag. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm gonna have to look for that now. <laughs> you knew that. <laughs> yeah. What was your game? <laughs> Olaf Schickendance, the Swedish sensation. <laughs> I gotta watch this yeah. movie. Yeah, I love the movie Slapshot. Oh, oh God. it's the best. Yeah, with Paul Newman. Well, and it's still somewhat timely. Yeah. Still somewhat. Oh. It's it's so good. Like it's, it's everything about the minor leagues is in there, and and it's it's just mm-hmm. fun. It's just I like when they when they go to the figure skating thing. Oli, who, who's uh, who's the who's the hardcore guy? Is it Oli? Oli? What's who's this guy that everybody's scared of? Uh, He's gonna beat uh, it. Uh, Oglethorpe. Oglethorpe. Yeah. Oglethorpe. Yeah. But his girlfriend's in the ice capades. Remember? Right. Yeah. And they come to down and they're and and then they're, they're sitting they're sitting talking. Oh, that one can't keep up. <laughs> Get your foot moving. Well, then you had the Hanson brothers. Right. Uh, the Hansons are the, actually not my favorite part of that movie. Really? I, I love everything. I, the Hansons kind of get in the way. I love the goaltender. I yeah. love the perverted guy. <laughs> I love the college kid that's going through emotions because he's they want to fight. I, I just love all that. I love yeah. the owner. I love. <laughs> I love that they sell things like the the skate sharpener. And stuff yeah. like that. It's just uh, I love it. Well, yeah. the um, the. Former blue, I was thinking of is David Backus, who now oh, plays yeah, yeah, with yeah. the Bruins. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, he um he had a concussion, and he he thinks the symptoms lasted longer because he's weighing less. And it's like eh, that's interesting. I'm not buying that one, but you know, I guess everybody has a theory. But um, well, when you have concussions, you definitely have a theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got some weird theories going on. Uh, they're making the guys sleep now, whereas they wouldn't let them sleep. They're actually making, making them sleep, sleep right away. Right. And they, yeah, they're trying. It used to be you didn't sleep and you sat in dark rooms. Yeah. Now they're making you sleep and having you um, do things. Do get us back to normal. Quick as possible. Mm-hmm. They're still making you sleep. They make you sleep more. I had a co- I, Adam Deadmarsh is a friend, and he had horrible, horrible yeah. uh, concussions, and he ended up in a, a basement for a year. That's right. what they did with him. Yeah, they they put you in dark rooms, and and now they've switched that to making you do normal stuff well, as I, quicker as possible. I couldn't believe back in the day when you played hockey, you didn't even have to wear a helmet. I mean, you could just be out on the ice. I mean, during game, and then they had like no face masks. I mean, I just well, you you see some of them are Goals. still mm-hmm. tilted up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all you got. to And we're going to go to a commercial break, but I have a interesting story about a goalie mask for you. Oh, you do? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be right back, back here with Ian, Ian Bag. He's at Acme Comedy Co- Club this weekend, and I will give all the times and stuff at the end of the hour. But um, yes, we'll be right back after these messages. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Find out how to be successful losing weight by attending the Nutramost free dinner Monday, December 10th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. 
Nutramost helped me change my life, and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337 to register for the Nutramost dinner. That's 763-333-7337. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. Flashlight? No. It sounds like flashlight, but it's not. Atomic dog. Atomic dog. Okay. George Clinton was brilliant because he would have. He would have. He he would do his solo stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he had Parliament. Yeah. And And he had Funkadelic. Funkadelic. And then Parliament Funkadelic, where they would combine the two. And then he had the Brides of Funkenstein, Bootsy's Rubber Band, Bootsy Collins, Fred Wesley and the Horny Horns. So all it was, there was all the same group. It was just who was fronting Mm -hmm. that group. Yep. So when it was Bootsy and Bootsy's rubber band, he would front the rest of the group. Or if it was, you know, Fred Wrestling and the Horny Horns, they just featured the horns. Yep. Have you ever seen The Mighty Boosh? Uh-uh. The Mighty Boosh is an English show, and in it there's a story about how Bootsy Collins got the funk, and it actually landed on a, a the funk came from outer space and landed on a farmer's farm, <laughs> and Bootsy Collins was working on it, and that's how he got the funk. Boots, Bootsy, and most of them actually at one point or another backed James Brown. Uh-huh. They were part of the James Brown's band. Wasn't Bootsy like 18 or something like that? Wasn't he like crazy young? Yeah, they yeah. all were. Wow. And that's but, because James could control him. Yeah, well, it, did you watch the James Brown yes. movie? What did you think of it? Uh, you know, it was a typical Hollywood thing where they would stretch things too far. No, it was it was it was pretty close because yeah. there's a thing on on um I was going to say Facebook on um <laughs> on Netflix now. It's it's a documentary on on James Brown. And they interviewed people who played in his bands and whatnot. And they said James would literally be singing and dancing and turn to you and go. <laughs> that was a fine because you oh, were. Oh, he was you kind were, of like Ike Turner. Right. He Ike would Turner literally would... <laughs> fine you. Have you, ever, as, have, you ever as, seen, have you ever seen the interview when he gets out of jail for holding that gun, uh, that lady with the gun? No. And he gets he's on like, I think it's Good Morning America <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> And she goes, hello, James, living in America. <laughs> he just starts singing. And he goes, and he goes, she goes uh, are you, so you're out on bail? He goes, no, I'm not on bail. I'm out on love. <laughs> <laughs> they need a place to board that kind of music at hockey, ho- yeah. hockey games. But, yeah, he would literally fine you for being a beat late and whatnot or not 
not <laughs> doing what you're supposed to be doing. And they, he would literally just, in the middle of the song, turn to somebody. <laughs> that meant they were getting $25. $25. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, God. But no, I was, I was going to tell you about a hockey goalie mask. I'm, okay, a, yeah. I'm a goalie. Oh. And oh. <laughs> 20 years ago, I used to play on a charity team called Team Media, which was made up of newspaper, radio, television people. And uh, we had uh, former pros and Olympians on that that would play with us too. And we would uh, barnstorm whoever would bring us in for a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Well, I got KQ to buy a goalie mask for me. And we were joking around. They about bought something? <laughs> this was this was when we were owned by Disney. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and we um, we were joking around about whose face to put on, and somebody said, "Get Tom's face put on." I was like, "No, no, I'm not doing that." Well, I got a call off air later later in the show. There's a guy in town named Tom Miska, and that's what he does. No, he, yeah, he, yeah, that's awesome. He, <laughs> paints goalie masks for college teams and pro teams and whatnot and also does detailed motorcycles and motorcycle helmets tom's uh todd's the man we did wind up putting tom's face on nice. my mask You're so, gonna have ever, to bring so everybody went for your face well i think <laughs> andy <laughs> yeah. used to have a picture of him in the show archives or whatever yeah. but uh it's uh i think it's on facebook still but it's, I think problem it's lovely. With, problem with Facebook is uh, it's impossible to find anything more than 15 minutes old. Right. Okay, so, see, I'm more into football than hockey. Is right. football a thing at all? In Never Can- heard of it. In Canada? <laughs> uh, well, they have the Canadian football Well, well Canadian yeah. football sucks, though. It's, it, I say Canadian football is much like Canada, a large open space with not many people on it. <laughs> it's, and it, it's just, it takes forever. I, I, don't, I enjoy the NFL, but I've gotten caught up in, the, I just watch the red zone, which just shows me all the games. Right. I'm not a guy that watches one specific game. Yeah, oh, okay. I, lost, I had a uh, cable package where I actually had that. And it is, because it'll go from one scoring drive to yeah. the next one to the next. Yeah, so it you, goes. that's all you're watching is touchdowns. Oh. Touchdowns and, and, and important plays, and right. it's just, it just takes out all the boredom. Well, because they have like a resurgence, like, that's you know, it's do. starting to kind of filter in over in, in London, in England, um, with football. I mean, they love American football, and that's why we started, you know, bringing games over there. And I think there was talk that they might even do like a, a London league. Uh, Team. Well, they tried that, the World Football League. Uh-huh. I don't think it works just because and, of that right. travel. But I didn't know if, like, Canada, since Canada is so close, is there, like, a popularity of... Yeah, they, they were talking about putting the Buffalo... Oh, Buffalo Bills. Bills were supposed to move to Toronto. And then right. I think they did one season where half the t- yeah. games were played in Toronto. Oh, really? And I didn't know that. somebody bought the team and kept it in Buffalo. Buffalo. Right. Oh, okay. That was the only thing that happened. So. Yeah, um, the latest is they are, you know, with all these games they take over there into and to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're going to put. They think they're going to put teams in one team over in London and one team in Mexico. And uh, if a team travels to play, um, say that uh, the London team would be home for four weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to keep coming back and forth, back yeah. and forth. And then they would come to the States for four weeks in a row and then go back for four weeks in a row. Oh, 
Oh, okay. To eliminate all the crazy jet lag and all the, all the craziness of travel and whatnot. Yeah, and then well, the Mexico City team would be kidnapped halfway through the year. <laughs> <laughs> we find out they're muling well, drugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they... Guys they, are losing 20 pounds every time they last, cross the border. <laughs> well, last Monday night, that was supposed to be the Monday night game in Mexico. And because they had a, a uh, concert on the field... The week before, it ripped up the field. Yeah, they tried to lay. That. They tried to lay side, and it didn't take. Mm. And the players said, "Then the players said, we're not going there." That was uh, that was the uh, that was the Rams. Rams, yeah. Rams. Uh, Saints. So you, should game. Hate, you should hate the Rams as well, being a St. Louis kid. Uh, I I was done with the. I'm going to be honest with you. I'll watch games, but I was done with giving my allegiance to any team once the Cardinals left St. Louis to go to uh, Arizona. I don't root for any one team. I love it. Oh, I'm a Vikings fan through and through. You love purple, do you? I do. I bleed purple. <laughs> you bleed purple? Yeah, mm, you might want to get your eyes checked. <laughs> well, there's a new league. Sure it's red. There's a new league coming. What's that'll up? start in, I think. XFL, it, right? I don't think... Well, there's two. One's the X, and I don't think they're even close to coming. Being, but there's a different one that involves the guy who was the partner with um, McMahon on the X XFL, and they just had a quarterback draft. Oh. And that goes to show you how well it went because no, I didn't even know it happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are thinking of bringing the XFL back, right? But it's not. The name hasn't been chosen per se so what, yeah. what would it be just like a minor league football uh it would just be a another league new football league right i think it'd be smarter to go minor league football like uh minor league hockey right just to, there's really no yeah. competing with the but NFL. There, there's another league out there besides it at the school race start and they had their quarterback draft hmm. and one of the teams is in atlanta and the head coach is uh coach childress you mean no, AAF? Really? yes they have and Coach Childress, and guess what their team colors are? Purple. Purple. Purple and gold? <laughs> it's, no. It's, it's yeah. purple. I don't know what their secondary color is. You can't have is. Vikings in Atlanta. <laughs> it's just not how it works. Let's see. Um, the Atlanta Legends? Yeah. The Atlanta Legends. Let's see. Purple, gold, and white. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's funny. And the other thing I found mm. out about this, Childress still lives here. Does he really? Yeah. He must like Minnesota. I guess. Well, they said his family kind of took roots here oh, when that okay. happened. So, What's it called? The AAFL? The AAF. Well, yeah, I guess L. Huh. But just the AAF. Like as in all the Alliance. guys that are kicked oh. into rehab have to play there now? <laughs> well, oh, Michael, Michael Vick's on the Atlanta Legends. So, uh, like I said, still like playing? <laughs> the rejects of the Apparently. we got the Birmingham Iron, Memphis Express, Orlando Apollos, Arizona Hotshots, Salt Lake Stallions, and San... San Antonio Commanders and the San Diego Fleet. One Eight of those. Teams. Only one team has the name named after their town. That was to be the Fleet. Like Utah should be called. One of those was actually people. a uh, <laughs> world football. Not world football. What was the? What was the league that Herschel Walker was in? Oh God, wasn't that? I thought that was. was that it? was the. Was it the world? No. The USFL? USFL. There you go. One of those teams that you just listed for the AFA. AAF. AF. <laughs> it's a bad name. It's it hard is. to say. AF. Just call it AF. AF. Um, AFA would be better. They uh, they stole one of the team's name from the USFL. 
Yeah? It was available. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it's been available for a while. Well, and you know Donald Trump was an owner in the USFL. Yeah. I did not know that. <coughs> and his only his you know only he's going thing to jail. <laughs> His only thing was to was to become an NFL owner. And nobody wanted him. Right. They didn't want him around. And that's, if they had just let him, the, we wouldn't have to be dealing with him tonight. <laughs> there you, that's the point I was talking Just like Castro. Yeah. He was a twins prospect. If they just could have got him to the major leagues, Cuba would st- Cuba would have <laughs> never gone through that mess. Cuba would have a baseball Hall of Fame right now. <laughs> well, uh, Cuba does have a baseball is, Hall of Fame. It's called the Baseball Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, uh, but they're all here. Well, yeah. All their players are here, right? right? But, That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Cuba doesn't actually have one. No. He they has, have one here. He has subtle humor. He has subtle humor? <laughs> a little too subtle. Yeah, I like it when he has to explain it. <laughs> Especially to a comic. Welcome to the Explain Show. <laughs> Especially to a comic. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I think they should uh, change tires. Half double uh, AFL, isn't that American <laughs> Auto? Is, uh, go triple AAFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all got bre- they all get bring in by uh, tow trucks and stuff like that. <laughs> They're changing other shoes yeah, midfield. Yeah, yeah I, use, I I coach youth football, and uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to coach seventh grade the kids are bigger than me and i'm having that is the that is the age where i stopped coaching them in hockey oh really because they they start to learn swearing yeah oh and yeah all, totally and, and they're they're picking they're, up on what you're saying and they're rebellious <laughs> and well they're, i just don't want broken bones because right. i try and hold the bags, bags and right. well yeah like, the, they're the, literally knocking me over uh-huh. my my son who i coached his team i mean he's taller than me right and i got these kids and they've got about 30 40 pounds on yeah. me ban ban well you're like seven pounds <laughs> <laughs> not tough bantam and hockey can be anywhere from Bantam. the seventh grade through the ninth grade, mm-hmm. and they're they're experimenting with swearing and being rebellious, and because I've worked, I might be still a bantam. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked the penalty box for some of those, and they they come and they slam the door, and they're yeah. and you know for tournaments, they have people sit in the penalty box, and you're in a game official, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I've told them sit your butt down, or you'll get a misconduct, and they're like. You can't. And it's like, oh, and, I, and I call the referee over. <laughs> call the referee over and I say, "You want to explain to him if he don't shut up, what could happen to him?" And referee goes, "He can call me over and I can assess a ten-minute penalty for uh, a misconduct. And if you keep going after that, we can throw you out of here." And, it, and they, their eyes get big <laughs> and they sit down. I was like, "Yeah, just sit down, do your two minutes, and I will open the door for you, and we'll all be then good." Then you'll be free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'll be free. <laughs> just behave. <laughs> That's a line from Slapshot, where the the goal the movie opens and. Uh, their announcer has a radio program or a TV program. Yeah. And he has the goalie there, and he has him to explain some hockey rules. <laughs> some penalties. <laughs> and, and he gets to talking about penalty. He goes, I can't – you have to have the guy's accent, French-Canadian accent, right. and the exact terms he used. He blowed the whistle. He put up his arm. Right. You, you uh, go to the penalty, penalty box, box. You, you feel, feel shame. shame. <laughs> and then you – then you get free. And then two minutes later, you get, get free. free. 
you feel shame. <laughs> and the movie just takes off from there. Oh, I'm going to have to watch movie, yeah. it again this weekend. So good. Oh, God. Well, um, we have to go to I break dated here this girl. I dated this girl, and her father was a writing agent. Uh-huh. And she re- he represented the girl that wrote the movie. And mm-hmm. so I have the... Uh, the playbill from the opening night on my wall slap shot. Oh, that's nice. cool. Yeah. yeah, that was. I love all the characters, and it, it makes you think. Is that what a, like a you know semi pro well, pro was, hockey team was, is really it like? It was based on her brother, right? Uh, I think the uh, Minnesota Fighting Saints. Oh, wasn't really? Her, wasn't her brother on the team? Yeah, and she wrote. She traveled with them and got all. Because I uh, there's a former Gopher assistant coach. Bill Butters, he played on that team. He said, yeah, it was just out of control. <laughs> that would be so funny. I'm going to flash him. I'm going to flash him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to go to break. Well, when we come back, we'll talk to Ian about what he's been up to. and talk Sleeping. To- sleeping. Um, Dealing yeah, with pain. Things Uh-oh. that you've done. Because you've been on Last Comic Standing. I've done everything. I'm fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, if they don't come see me, they're, oh, they don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be right back after these messages. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Rick James. Yeah. I love to play funk on Friday. (laughs) Yeah, you do. My brother threw something up on his Facebook Page that I was unaware, unaware of. There was a uh, war between Prince and Rick James. Oh, really? But they toured together. Hmm. Rick James actually brought him on tour because he knew that he would bring people out. Because uh, Prince toured with somebody else before, and they were like, wasn't having it because he was becoming more famous. And Rick was like, that's what I need. Mm-hmm. But then when Prince went on tour with Rick, He's like, I gotta up my game because I can't let this little I short. This. I can't let this little short, whatever, <laughs> beat me. And then Prince would watch Rick mm-hmm. from the side and go, "I need to step up my game because he's killing me." And they just kept going back and forth, back wow. and forth. So and they, they both dropped dead. Yeah, yeah. 
Of drugs. Of drugs. Of drugs, yeah. Who no. knew, huh? I think, I think Rick James's were different, though. Yeah. <laughs> they were a little, well, they were the opposite. Prince, yep. Prince uh, was a propofol? Yeah. yeah. No, he was uh, uh, fentanyl. Are you sure? Yeah, Michael Jackson was both. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't get my pop. My yeah, uh, really. How many pop icons have uh, died, <laughs> died of a drug of, overdose? Especially weird ones. So especially <laughs> weird ones. Yeah. Oh, James. Uh, James. Rick James actually died of heart failure. Yeah, well, technically. Yeah. That's well, Rick from James. all the yeah. cocaine. Cocaine. And, well, and stuff. yeah. Yeah, but technically he didn't overdose, so hey, good job, I guess. <laughs> good job, I guess. Didn't Rick, J- Rick James, are we talking James Brown or are we talking Rick James? Rick talking, James. Rick James, didn't he like blow a blood vessel in his neck or something like that? Well, you take, you freebase cocaine your entire life, that's going to happen. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, exactly. well, he had that where he went to jail. Did he go to jail yes, for that? Yes, he did. For him that Kidnapping? No, it kidnapping. was kidnapping. They held a woman. Him and another woman held a woman uh, without her consent. consent. Consent, like tied her to the bed, bed or, something. or something, and then they like, put out cigarettes it's on, on her. And... It, it was a sex thing going really <laughs> bad. <laughs> safe word. Safe word. <laughs> My safe word isn't working. <laughs> My safe word isn't working. It was a yeah. It was a sex thing that went so, really <laughs> off the rails. Yeah. What have you been up what's to lately? What's my safe word? Yeah, what's your safe word? <laughs> Jelly beans. Jelly beans. Um, no, like, what have you been up to? Because, I mean, you've done so much. Do you have anything in the works right I now? I do. I um, actually, Right now, I actually have a podcast that people like podcasts. I have a podcast called Ian Bag Bought a House, which is all about me buying a house on the western shore of Virginia. My wife is originally from there, and I was out there one summer, and uh, we just bought a house. It's beautiful. So I bought this house, and I'm not really a house owner, but I started renovating it. Mm -hmm. So I started talking to a contractor friend of mine, and we talk every week about the things I'm doing on the house. I love home improvement. Well, if you like home improvement, Ian Bag bought a house. It is also a video cast. So and he's uh, he's a master contractor and gives tips and advice. See, I like to learn how to do those things myself so I don't have to pay a contractor a ton of money to do it for me. As I do, but also mm-hmm. it's good to talk to a contractor to tell you how to go through the steps of not yes. being scammed and how to get a great price for things. So that's yes. what it's all about. It's all about me not having the knowledge and him giving me the knowledge to do stuff. Yes, because there has been a lot of those scams where uh, they charge you for all these supplies and they don't, they're charging you for supplies you don't even need, need for the project. Absolutely. Or, or, and or they take off on you and don't complete the don't job. Complete. So you never mm-hmm. pay them up front. You right. pay half. You know what I mean? There's lots of things. And he also, he will give you the advice if you need to talk to a contractor when things have gone wrong. He will tell you how to talk to a contractor. Well, that's an awesome podcast so, to have, especially, yeah. you know, people that, that, day and age. And it's just DIY. fun stupidity too because I'm, I'm an idiot. So, you know. <laughs> that was the only. I got two left screwdrivers. In in 52 years of living with my mother, it was the only time I heard her swear. Was oh. at a contractor. <laughs> at a contractor. <laughs> well, I'm going through one right now where I had this contractor do great work, and I was very excited. And then I hired him. I was going to hire him to do another job, and he came back with a quote that was about five thousand dollars over what it should have been. And I'm just like, what are you, what are you thinking exactly? Like, mm-hmm. what? Are, why? Why? Why would you yeah. go immediately? And why would you go that strong? Yeah. So you know, he just gave me the advice how to keep it polite and just you know so. And uh, I was able to send back a letter and not get my emotions involved. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. So yeah, I like it. And he also, we just uh, did a sizzle reel for uh, a production company, uh, maybe turning it into a television show. That'd so, be awesome. Yeah. Especially with humor. I love, I love um, some of the, like, home improvement shows where they inject humor into mm-hmm. it. Because sometimes There's very few like, of them. Are there? 
I haven't okay. watched a lot in a, in a while because I didn't have cable for the longest they, time. Most of them now are so they're serious. Dra- they're drama. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, we tried strong. to watch one because you like... Uh, Oh, the two, yeah. whatever the hell the they're two handsomes. Property Brothers. No, um, Chip and Joanna. Oh, oh they're, yeah. they're kind of funny, though. Woman and her he's, mother. He's, 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 yeah. he's, a, he's goofy, and she, but yeah. she always yeah. shuts him down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I, but I, I don't like it. That's their... The relationship. the relationship their stick mm-hmm. yeah but, yeah and then we tried to watch a new one because it was, it was, like, it was just on and the it, entire time it was like if we don't get this foundation fixed within the next 10 seconds then the baby's <laughs> gonna die and it's like it's, wow. and it was, why it was like just constant, what channel was it, it was just constant bickering yeah and i'm like this it, is not they really good wanted you to feel all. like <laughs> everything is on the line and yeah. you know they got to fix yeah. it right now well, or else we don't know exactly which way we're gonna do it whether it's just gonna be me my house only no. as a show or how it's going to be other houses so yeah. it'll be it'll just you know but there's i've got enough work on this house that needs to be done that we can get a couple years worth so. you know what you should do is if you do get this show going you should have tom come in with tools and have <laughs> oh, no. him try and he oh, said he's not no. good with tools at no, all. No. <laughs> no he said he's not. actually a tool no <laughs> but that no. would be so you hilarious know, you know how you have the uh the cover for the light bulb light fixture the glass right that's his max out he can't even do <laughs> he that he can't even do that <laughs> right. he can't no. even screw it in tight oh, enough he it falls guy. off yeah it fell off <laughs> poor guy <laughs> it's like how do you screw that poor up poor soft hands <laughs> so it reminds me of uh, what was that show on PBS Red um Oh, God. What was it? He fixed everything with duct tape. Red, oh, green? Red, 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 red green. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he fixed everything with duct tape. We do. There's a thing on, uh, we've started doing where we take uh, fix it that we've found on the internet to how people have fixed it and judge it. So, because there's some really interesting things out there. <laughs> kind of so, like a nailed it from yeah. Pinterest. I guess so. I don't, I, just, I, don't, I don't know. I've never been well, on Well, have Pinterest. you ever seen like where you see like this beautiful cake and then somebody tries to make the yeah, cake and like, it just yeah. looks disastrous? It doesn't, it doesn't match. It just, and somebody's like, I'm going to put this on the wall and this is how I'm going to do it. And you're like, ah, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> how did you decide that? Like, how? How much profile were you on when you did that? <laughs> well, we have six school-age kids in our home. What? Between my husband and I. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, not and just one. You, sh- you shouldn't be teaching football. You should be in rehab. <laughs> six but, kids. Uh, um, yeah, we have 11 kids between the two of us. But what? I'm constantly... Sorry. <laughs> yes, I know. You just said six, and then you upped it by well, five more. Well, he has, yeah, he has adult children that don't live in the home, but we have... Six school age kids that live. I have three, oh and then God. he has three. You guys three. are so horny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm constantly. Can I say something? You can do it without having a child. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Well, there's the, the, the rhythm the, method, the I know. Guy, the old Marx <laughs> line. I love my cigar, but I still take it out of my mouth. That's <laughs> funny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I constantly <laughs> walk around with a screwdriver or a hammer or something. And I'm pain con- pills. Because <laughs> I'm constantly fixing stuff. Because I'm like, how does this happen? You know, uh, it, like doorknobs get loose, and, and they don't I, even try to hide it. I I, no. ne- I never got it until I had some stuff done on the house, and it's a family. We live in we live in Los Angeles, but we have this family house that we have in, mm-hmm. in Virginia, and my mother-in-law lives in it. And when we go out there, it turns into uh, the family's all around. That's where my wife is from, and they're all there, and they have kids. And <laughs> I had some I've done some things, and I'm just all of a sudden I'm just seeing this kid touching this stuff and i'm like why would you keep flicking that why, <laughs> why would you it. keep flicking that but it's as i'm saying that i'm like oh i get my dad now <laughs> like yelling at me so quit touching something because it's oh yeah no the reason why i said that cassie is because there was nine in my house mm-hmm. nine kids 
And That's the only time your mom sweared? It <laughs> <laughs> was. It was the only time I swear. Um, we would break something, and then you would figure out how to get it back to the point when the next person touched it. Uh, they no. broke it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just trying to get it in somebody else's it. hands. Yeah, it's like. And then they would be and like, you'd be like, ooh, you broke it. <laughs> or like, I just touched it. Something would be broken. And you'd be like, okay, who broke this? I don't know. I'm like, well, one of you did. You were the only ones in the house. I don't know. Just, just waterboard one of them. <laughs> I know. I'm just and like, it's some magical leprechaun going around dismantling well, our home. Well, you ever seen the, the comic strip uh, Family Circus? Yes. And they had the cartoon ghosts. One of them was named... I don't know, and the other one was named Not Me. <laughs> yeah. And the parents would ask a question, and the cart- and the ghost would be walking through the house. <laughs> Not me. I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like, or some no- garden gnome is sneaking right. into our home and, and leaving cereal all over the floor. And you guys should <laughs> buy locks. <laughs> yeah. Everything's being broken. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask. Your husband should check it out if it's even well, his kids. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what her husband deals with? What's that? Paranormal. No way. Yes. Yeah, he's a radio show host. He, um... So technically, it is possible that you know there's a it ghost loosening the doorknob. Uh, he keeps bugging people. You're like, I'm gonna come over to your house and break everything. You don't <laughs> shit. No, Who's this guy that keeps coming over and waking me up? I don't, I don't, I don't, We've home, had home. some weird stuff happen in our home. I'm not gonna lie. Well, you got a thousand kids. There's gonna be something <laughs> weird happening. It's gone from five, it goes from six to eleven to a thousand. Oh, well, you have to hear uh, the other. That's how it happens. Um, the other day, <laughs> Dave was doing his radio show live. He does Midnight in the Desert Monday through Friday. And we were I was sitting in bed. What's and the show all about? He's like, are you there? No, Midnight. Are you there? Have you heard of Art Bell? Are you there? <laughs> Sorry. Have you, have you heard I, of Art? I'm just teasing you right no, now. I don't, I don't, don't get all jealous for your husband. Your husband's out there conquering up a ghost right now. <laughs> He's conquering up demons. Um, no, uh, Art Bell was it was a it was a very big syndicated show in the country. Yeah, he he but he started coast to coast, and then he overnights yeah. right. It was mm-hmm. overnight show yes. right there. Yeah, I would like. Yep, and then he started his own show, Midnight in the Desert, and then now my husband is the host of Midnight in the Desert. Oh, he took over. Yep. So he's live uh, midnight to three a.m. Eastern. Time. What 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 does Midnight in the Desert all about? What is just it, is it music or is it? No, it's just, just talk. Paranormal, UFOs, oh. strange, oh. fringe, oh. all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Across the board. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the other day we were, toot, toot. and all of a sudden we heard this <laughs> screaming from like outside, and we're Aliens. like. We're like, what is, and it sounded like a woman being murdered or something, like screaming for help. And we were like. It's a cat. No, we ended up calling the police and they came out and we were talking to them after the show and um, come to find out it's a fox mating call. And I guess it's common in our area where we live in Apple Valley. <laughs> what, is, it, what is what is the uh, what is a fox mating call? Uh, Andy, I'm being killed. <laughs> no, it's not a Somebody like help me! Here, Andy, you got to find it. I don't it know you. It's the most bizarre. <laughs> it's the most bizarre sound because it sounded like a woman screaming for help. Hey! <laughs> exactly, but it was somebody normal. stop that bus. <laughs> It's the last bus here. I felt I felt so dumb after the cops like, yeah, it's a fox mating call. And we're like, oh no. <laughs> here, listen to this. This is what we heard. Oh jeez. <laughs> Can you imagine hearing that at yeah. two o'clock in the morning? And it just. Can you imagine like, being a, a male fox and going, I gotta get with that? <laughs> <laughs> 
It sounds like it keeps getting startled. Is what it is. The neighbors just opening up doors. Oh, somebody just screaming. I know. I was. Sounds like somebody keeps walking in on their neighbor while they're having a shower. <laughs> yeah, it just was over and over. <laughs> it was one of the things. You might want to lock that door while you're showering. Yeah, so, so if you if you hear that sound in the neighborhood, nobody's getting murdered. It's just a bunch of foxes getting That's it what on. happens. Uh, what, what's it called? Midnight in the desert? Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing, things that have been solved. You guys just solved well, the case. See, it, 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 <laughs> Aliens turn out to be frisbees. If people would have heard that over his microphone, they would have thought it was like a ghost or something. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? And, and we get he gets that all the time. He'll get messages. Oh, during your program at you know 1435 into the show, I heard this growl or something. And Dave's like, no, it was probably my stomach or right. something. It's That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to make fun of my listeners, but you're idiots. No. <laughs> Dave, Dave is a very rational guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. But yeah, when we heard that screaming, we both looked at each other. We're like, what? We both whipped off our headphones. We're like, what we got to get out of here. <laughs> so, but Ian, you're going to be at Acme. I am. Tonight, tonight tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. 8 and 10.30. Yep. Now, the 8 o'clock show on Saturday is sold out, right, Brandon? Very, very yeah. popular. And the Friday, we have like a few left, like maybe 10 or 12. For the early show, 10 or 12 tickets Oh, left. for the 8 o'clock just, show? Just, just, so, so popular. Show left, so. so, go get oh, your so, tickets. Just nail me over there. Hey, we can sell those shows out any day of the week. We don't even know why it's here. But, yeah, so, yeah, go out and see some live comedy. The weather is... Semi okay. I don't know what it's supposed to be like this week, and I think we're supposed to get some if, snow. Uh, if you come out and see my show, can you do me a favor? Can, hmm. In the middle of my show, can you just make that fox noise <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're there? Just, <laughs> and I will know, and I will make sure that you don't get kicked out. I'll save you. And I'll be like, I, I, I'll be, I'll be like, I'll be back in five minutes. I just gotta go mate with a fox. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll do that right after you deliver your punchline. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, go out and see Ian at Acme this Acme weekend. And Again, it's 8 and 10.30 tonight, and then tomorrow, just the 10.30 show is available. So. Just the 10.30. And I'll post a link to for an easy way to get tickets and all that. And go to ianbag.com to uh, find my podcast, Ian Bag Bought a House. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on, uh, I don't know, what Facebook. Yep, Whatever and I will, I will post a link to my the website face. as well. What my face. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on right. a thing called uh, Swap and Shop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back. Tom will be back on Monday. I hopefully. doubt it. He's too busy surfing in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his little banana hammock on, and he's out there. Oh, oh God. God. That's, that's <laughs> an image he's got, his, <laughs> he's, got, he's got his budgie smuggler on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. If you don't show up when I'm not here, I'm going to take you down, pal. <laughs> All right. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you Monday.